Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Ooh, baby, she's back in it. She's touring again. All right, so here is where I'm going to be this summer. Uh, You better believe I'm coming to Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities June 17th through 19th. I'm going to be in Irvine, California at the Irvine Improv June 25th through 27th. And then in July, I am going to be in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club, and I have uh, lots lots more in the works, so if uh, you didn't hear where you live, I'll probably be there soon. I haven't fucking toured in a year, uh, so I'm itching to get back out there. <laughs> also, you can find tickets um, by just like clicking the link in the bio of my Instagram or my Twitter. Um, I have a website, NicoleByerWasTaken.com. Hit up tour dates. Click on that link. Get them tickets. Okay. What a treat. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Won't You Date Me, a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could uh, throw out all my hair products and wigs and weaves, and I would say, I love you. My guest today, you've seen her on Crashing, you've seen her or heard her on Bojack Horseman, um, Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet, uh, you've seen her on Corporate, she has a Comedy Central half hour, it's a partner, Nancherla! Hello! Hi, 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 how are you? I am well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, um, 
maybe stupid to ever ask anyone ever. Oh, wait, let me fix my mic. I feel like it's stupid to ever ask someone ever again. How are you? <laughs> I know. It feels like such a loaded question already. But then after 2020, just. Whew. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been fun. And then 2021 has <laughs> been like more of 2020. I know. We had people storm the Capitol. The Internet's a buzz saying that Kanye West and Jeffree Star are having an affair. The weekend what? hasn't. You haven't heard this. <laughs> I guess, I'm, I, any new celebrity news you tell me will be new to me. Well, allegedly, um, Jeffree Star is I don't know when this is going to come out. It might be old news by then. But <laughs> allegedly, Jeffree Star had an affair with Kanye West. And that's why Kim and Kanye are getting a divorce. Oh my, I did hear about the divorce, but wow, I didn't realize what was brewing behind the doors. Yeah, I don't know if it's true in the slightest. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just like look at things online now and then sometimes I'll look up the validity of it and then sometimes sure, sure. I'll retweet it and be like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look it up. This seems like a good thing. I don't know. Then I let other people tell me whether it's true or not. It takes time to cross-reference and find your sources. It's a lot. It's too much. Aparna, are you in LA yeah. or in New York right now? I'm in New York. And yeah, I primarily live here. I'm in LA for work. I feel like we only see each other in LA. Yes, yes, yes. At yes. a show. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I was trying to remember the last time I saw you. It could I can't remember if it was 2019, 2018. I think it was a show at like the Echoplex. Yes. It was, I think it was season two premiere of Corporate. Yes. There yes. was uh, a show and then we watched an episode. Yes, that's right. And which might have and been I, 2019. And I remember your set. You, I don't know if this was true, but you were like, I just got dumped today. Yes, it was true. Oh, my oh. God. So that was like, yeah, that was like the beginning of 2019. Dang, we haven't seen each other in forever. Yeah, it's been forever. Oh, boy. It's this year. I mean, yeah, it's only been a little bit into it. It's been wild. But 2020 was truly, I like haven't seen so many people in so long. I mean, I haven't seen <sighs> most people I know in uh -huh. all of 2020. Yeah. And then I was on, you know, the internet. I like, I saw a tweet that I couldn't identify with more. I was like, haven't put my <laughs> phone down since uh, March 2020. And I was like, truly, I haven't. <laughs> I just have it on and I'm always on it. But uh, there's this rapper named Blueface who went to a strip club. Nobody was in a mask. Everybody was just <sighs> having a really great time. Seemed like there wasn't even a pandemic happening. And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, there's just some people who are living. <laughs> <laughs> some people are blissfully unaware of what's happening. It feels fully wild. Um, I also I'm like, what happens when we're all vaccinated? Do we all just like go back to doing hours of comedy? Like, I don't know my hour. <laughs> <laughs> like we just catch up on the backlog. We're all doing like 17 shows a day. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. And I don't want that. No, I don't. Did you have you been keeping up with shows at all? Like Zoom shows? I haven't been doing Zoom shows, but I did three or four outdoor shows at the end of last mm. year before things got really terrible in LA and we found out that our tests weren't reliable. 
everything that even sounds good, there's a catch to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. But I guess we could talk about more fun things. Aparna, this is a relationship podcast. I have a question. You can also say, I don't feel like answering. And that's okay, too. Are you single dating? I don't think you're married unless you did it secretly. Uh, What's your relationship status? That would, I guess people have been getting married in quarantine, but no, I'm in a relationship, but we are not married. Okay. Uh, how long have you been in your relationship? We just passed four years in August. Oh. Yeah, it's been a while. That's a nice long time. And I feel like quarantine should really count as like five years. <laughs> okay, so you've been together for seven, eight, eight years. Yeah, seven eight, years. Seven, eight years, you know. Um, how did you guys meet? This is kind of wild, but we met on Tinder. Oh. And he was my first Tinder date. You know, I keep hearing about people who are like, yep, I went out with one person from the internet and they're my person. That's- I mean, that's not me. I've I've gone out with plenty of people from the internet, but this was my first Tinder. Ah, date. I see, yeah. I see, I see. That's nice. It was unexpected. Where was your first date? We... Do you remember that place in Williamsburg called like the Roebling Tea Room? No. What's the Roebling Tea Room? I had never been there before, but it was just like a bar and I don't know, lounge near Bedford Avenue. And we met there and we stayed there until it closed, which is always a good sign for a first date. Yes, yes, yes. That is always really nice. We were like, oh, my God, I could talk to this person for forever. I know. And I had had so many mediocre dates to that point that I was just like, I can't believe this is mm-hmm. still going. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly my favorite date where you're like, oh, boy, will I go home? Will they go home? Will we go home together? What's going to happen? Yeah, I think because I was just still very skeptical of men at that point, I was like, this is not going past this bar. Mm-hmm. But but we'll see about a second date. Where was, okay, how long was it in between your first and your second date? Do you remember? good question. I think I had to travel, so I think it was a little while. I think it was maybe two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's my life, too. It's like I meet someone I like, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you in a month. (laughs) (laughs) I have a bunch of shit to do, so sorry, bye-bye. Yeah, I think early on we had a conversation about, like, how are we going to keep this going when I'm always gone? Mm Mm-hmm. And we didn't really come up with answers. But it worked. <laughs> but it worked. It turns out it's really good to be gone a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe it makes someone miss you. Yeah, and I think I think I always tended towards guys where they have enough going on where they're not like freaking out that you're gone all the time. Mm, yeah, that works. Yeah. I can't believe your first date off Tinder. What a real mm-hmm. treat. A real treat. I mean, I could tell he was different because he actually initiated making plans. Whereas I feel like Mm. all the other guys I talked to, they were just like, hey, and then that was it. Yeah, the the awful, uneventful, hey. (laughs) And you're like, hey, what do you say back to hey other than hey? I don't know. know. That's why I don't like Bumble. Bumble's where the lady has to initiate 
And then I guess that like when the ball's in their court, they like respond back and ask, you know, I've just never had anyone ask me out from Bumble. Me neither. I was on Bumble before. Same deal. Yeah, I don't like it. It <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh, God, I'm on all the apps. It's the uh, tricky thing about Bumble is they make it seem really empowering. And then you're like, why do I feel even more like shit after this one? <laughs> <laughs> I fully agree. Because, yeah, it's like, you have the power. Yeah. Girl power. They're <laughs> never going to answer you. You'll be alone forever. Okay, cool. So that's what girl power is. Yeah. Uh, it's really awful. And I keep reading, uh, like, New York Times profiles. I'm like, these people are fucking. And here's how they're doing it. <laughs> you mean, like, people who are not in relationships. They're just on the market. Yeah, yeah. Like, I keep reading these, like, op-eds where it'll be like, this is a person who had one failed relationship and the the other person lied to them. They don't feel safe, so they gave up on dating. Or, like, these people met, were dating for a little bit, and then decided to be physically, uh, what was the terminology? It was, like, physically monogamous. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) Physically monogamous. So they're only sleeping with each other, but then they're going on dates with other people? I was like, this doesn't, this sounds insane. But then where are the other dates going? Or is it just they like going to dinner with new people? I guess maybe they like going to dinner or sitting in a park with new people. (laughs) But to me, that sounds exhausting. I would never. No. That seems like all the bad parts of dating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I fully agree. Meeting someone new and being like, do we match? Do I like talking to you is terrible. I mean, you seem like a, an extrovert. Like, you can keep the conversation going. You like being around people. I feel like after dates for me, I need to nap. <laughs> I, so much energy and effort. I mean, I'm pretty outgoing, but sometimes dates are draining. Where I'm like, yes. oh, my God, this person. This person tried to take my life force. They were bad. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. And then sometimes I'll hibernate. And then I'll be like... I'm not looking at the apps. I can't do it. Well, sometimes when the other person's not bringing a lot to the table, you're like, what? Are you like this on every date? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, how do you get to keep going on dates? Uh, Why do people like you? You said you had an ex. How? (laughs) How did you trick someone into dating you? You cut to their ex is just a live doll. <laughs> <laughs> like she wasn't chatty. <laughs> I dating in New York seems easier to me. Uh, do mm. you think do you agree with that statement? I think I agree with it in that New York, it seems easier to meet other people on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like there's more situations you're in where you're just running into more people. Whereas L.A., I feel like you go to a place, you have limited interaction, then you all get in your cars and go to your separate homes. Yeah, it is a very, um, I don't know what the word is, a very individualistic society here. Yeah. I think that's a good word for it. You're absolutely right. Because in New York, I would go to shows, see a friend. A friend would be like, oh, I'm going to this other show. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll go. And then you just like bop around the city and then you meet, or run into so many different people here. Right. You truly go to one location and everyone's like, I have to hike in the morning <laughs> or like whatever. And then everyone's like, goodbye. And you're like, oh, well, OK. <laughs> I know. 
Even, I mean, even drinking cultures, people are like, I have to drive, I can't. Yes, which is like, great, be responsible. But like, (laughs) (laughs) I miss it. When I first moved here, I was like, wait, the bars are not open until two or three? They close at midnight? What are we doing? (laughs) And then now I've gotten a little older and I'm like, this is civil, it's civilized. It's a civilized way of living. This is very nice. But I do feel like after New York, L.A. in that way can feel kind of small towny. Yes. Yeah. And I often think I was like, when COVID's done, I have to figure out how to be in New York for an extended amount of time. Mm. I don't like I love L.A. I love my my life here. But I'm like yearning for like hustle and bustle and being around a ton of people. Yeah, I mean, it seems like your work regularly takes you here between the it two coasts. It used to. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. And you better believe COVID <laughs> said, you stupid bitch, you'll stay in L.A. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I, I've i noticed a few people traveling for work for shooting stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. And I feel like a lot of those people are going to Canada, where Canada makes you yes. quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. Which is really nice and wild that we don't do that here. Like, I have a friend who flew somewhere for Christmas and then was coming back to work in L.A. And I was like, how is this production okay with you (laughs) being on vacation and then coming back to L.A., not quarantining and just working? I was just like, this is how it's this is bad. This is. But, you know, I just. I don't know. Everything is bad. No, I've done like a few shoots and it does feel a little bit like here's just like an honor code. Like uh-huh. you said you did your best to not get COVID. <laughs> so we're going to trust you. Yeah, that's truly what it feels like. Kind of like the airplanes where they're like, you know, if you say you don't have it, I guess you don't have it until you die <laughs> midair. And then like, I guess they did have it. <laughs> It's uh, it's wild. It's truly it's wild. <laughs> it's so wild here. Oh, all I want is for people to wear a mask. That's all I want. Have you noticed this with masks where you see someone you've maybe never met before? They're wearing a mask. Later, you see them without it on and you completely misjudge what the bottom of half their face look like. Yes. Absolutely. I did a shoot where I really just like was button heads with the director. And I was like, every time he art like had an argument about something, I was like, but he has kind eyes. And then he <laughs> took down his mask and I was like, yikes, this is not a face of somebody I like. <laughs> yeah, it was I, really I think jarring. I misjudge everyone's nose and mouth. Yeah, same. Uh, and I don't know what that is, but it is super drawing when the mask comes down. You're like, that's not what I thought. I oh, my. I wonder if that happens with me. I know. That's the horrible flip side of it. Yeah, where a bunch of people are like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her. Um, do you and your significant other watch the same television shows? What is TV oh. watching like in quarantine with a significant other? That is interesting. My significant other has much more highbrow taste than I do. <laughs> so it gets tricky because I'll watch stuff with him, but then he won't watch my stuff. He'll be like, I cannot sit through this. <laughs> 
Holy, what is a show that he cannot sit through? That's the thing. I don't even watch like full, you know, reality, what is considered not highbrow TV. Like he couldn't sit through the Queen's Gambit. Oh, I thought you were watching silly things. The Queen's Gambit. Isn't that like about chess? It's about chess. Huh. But he thought it was very poorly made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen The Queen's Gambit. I, I can't really. I also like, is The Queen another show that people like? Yes. Yeah, I can't. Oh, the Crown. The Crown. Oh, the Crown. And that's just about like the British royalty people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't get into that. I feel like someone in my house watched The Queen's Gambit and I couldn't watch it. I just like trash. You like, like, reality franchises. Yes. I am yeah. watching The Real Housewives of Potomac right now. In... That's where I'm from. I'm oh, not really? from Potomac, but I'm from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I did not know this. Okay. are yes. the Have you seen any episodes of Potomac? No, not. I haven't. Dang. Should I? I, w- I mean, I think it's brilliant television. <laughs> I think it's, like, I... I like reality television because the editing is so beautiful. (laughs) The editing is so funny. And then these people do the silliest things and then they mash it all together. And it's, I just tee hee hee. It's truly a treat. Like Potomac gets better (laughs) as each season goes on. And also I'm watching it backwards, which makes zero sense. (laughs) And the nice man who lives with me is watching it with me. And he at one point was like, are you sure we can't just start back where we left off? Because we started, we did one tune at like half of season two and then season five was out. So we were like, yeah. well, let's just skip to season five. So then we skipped <laughs> to season five and then we're like, oh my God, this is so great. Now we have to go back. And I was like, what if we did season four? And he was like, okay. And then he was like, Whoa. we just kept getting confused <laughs> because things had already <laughs> happened, but you were like... It was building up to this thing that already happened that we already saw. Right. It was it's it's truly very confusing and I'm really having a great time. <laughs> Wait, so what what are the husbands like what are their jobs for the Potomac? So ladies? Karen's husband is the Black Bill Gates. Ray, I believe, oh. like is the president of like a tech company. So mm. he's got she's like the richest housewife. And Karen now has a perfume called la dame and you better believe i bought it it was too expensive and it's not describe the notes in oh wow okay overpowering uh (laughs) very much for an older gal sticks with you lingers will not leave it's not for me like a like a friend you didn't ask for (laughs) very much like a friend you didn't ask for and never wanted um and then uh sharice's husband was a basketball player but then they Mm -hmm. broke up and then sharice left the show but now she's back in season three or four i don't know i think three um ashley darby uh she is married to an older man who's like I don't know, 72. He keeps touching people's butts. Uh, They just had a baby. The baby really favors him, which is like, oh, boy. Uh, They had a restaurant called Oz where they were serving Australian food, but nobody in Potomac wanted it. So then it closed. (laughs) Um, And then they like broke up, but they're back together. They're stronger than ever. Uh, She's got a great song called Love and Coffee. You got to listen to it. Love and Coffee. (laughs) One of the lyrics is, 
if love it, no, if your heart was a computer, you are my password or something. It is oh a perfect my. lyric. Um, and then at one point she's like, thank you for ZZ Top. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then there's um, Giselle who can't keep a man who has three kids who don't really seem to like her very much. Um, and then there's Robin. She's my favorite. She's dating Juan, her ex-husband. He's an ex-basketball player. This whole podcast is now me just telling you about Potomac, but, uh, it's good. I'm genuinely curious though. I used to drive sometimes take the Potomac exit when I was driving home from Maryland, just to admire the houses. Really? Mm hmm. Oh. They were the nicest mansions. So it is true that these people have money and the houses yes. are nice. Oh, I like, I want to be really rich. <laughs> <laughs> A revolutionary statement. <laughs> I just I want to have so much money. <laughs> but not so much that like I become a bad lady. Oh, sure. Right, like a a good amount where I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. And not an asshole. I think I just, if I lived in a house that big, I think I'd be scared. Sometimes I do look at the inside of these homes and I'm like, how do you live in here? It feels like a museum. Did you ever see that documentary, The Queen of Versailles? Loved it. Yes. Yeah. Those people were so wild in a way where... I was like, why do you need this house? Yeah. Why do you need to build all of this shit? Why? But, you know. And then the dogs were pooping everywhere. Yeah. 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 Which is like, I feel like a rich person thing where they're like, I don't know, somebody <laughs> will clean it up. <laughs> it's like, oh. And then later they're like, why is it still here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cleaned up this poop. Where's our maid? You don't have one. Oh. Okay. All right, Aparna, real quick, we have yeah. to take a break. Okay. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. <laughs> okay, Aparna, I have a question. 
What? Yes. Okay, so when you who who messaged who on Tinder first? You or your significant other? Oh, that's he, I think he did. And what did he say that captured your attention? Do you remember? Shoot, do I remember? I think it was like a attempt to be funny. I mean, I mean, I think it was <laughs> funny, but it was like clearly an attempt to engage. Okay. It was like something funny about my profile. Okay. So maybe that's what I'll start doing. I'm trying to get some like little tips and tricks to sure. put in my pocket to figure out how to fucking talk to these people. But again, the bar was so low because it was like he tried to make a joke and that was in a sea of just haze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. I guess I don't have to try that hard. No. Hmm. Would you say Hinge is the best one of the the apps currently? Hinge is the one where I have the most luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hinge is the one where I get asked out the most. I can yeah. depend on Hinge to have someone ask me out at least three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tinder, for whatever reason... I just, I don't, the quality of people, I feel like, has gone down a bit. Oh. And Bumble, I feel like it's just, like, a lot of white dudes who are like, ugh, don't message me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I was on this one. I'm still, I think I'm still paying for it. I have to figure out how to, like, get out of it. But it's called Woo Plus. And Ooh. all of the messages that people have sent me are... Uh, hello. <laughs> or happy new year, cutie. This one person, he started on December 23rd and he said, uh, hello, Nicole. I need more of this. I want to talk to you. Let's talk real talk. And I didn't answer. And that was <laughs> December 23rd. And then December 26th, Merry Christmas, Nicole. This is the day after Christmas, sir. Oh. And then January 30th, he said, happy new year, cutie. So, I yeah, I, I, I'll never understand a person who continues to no. message after you haven't. What is he feeding off of? I don't know. I guess just, uh, just the non-response. He loves it. Sometimes I think of those men like, they're watering plants like every day they check their apps and they're like i just gotta give it a little more water that's that really got me that's so funny Uh, maybe that's what it is Uh, they're just like a little bit more water this level blossom she's gonna love me but this person i don't even think he wants me because so there's like prompts that you can answer and his first uh prompt that he answered was I'd love if my partner, and his answer is, is naturally sexy, doesn't wear weaves, wigs, or extensions, likes to kiss, and can cook. All of my pictures have different (laughs) hair because I have wigs and weaves and extensions. Um, And then his other prompt is, I'm not okay if my partner is a drug addict or or emotionally immature, petty or selfish, doesn't believe in climate change. These are all over the place. Um, Let's see. Things I will never do. Abuse. Lie. Accept less than I want or deserve. Compromise my integrity. That's pretty heavy. Um, And then these days I'm obsessed with health. Finding real love that fits. Living better with less junk. Okay. 
Okay. He really answered so many of these. Okay. On my first date, I like to hold hands, make constant eye contact. Have- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Imagine just having caught, like, this person is just staring at you, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Uh, so then he said, have a, a good deep belly laugh and talk with a real person and reels in all caps. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he's written a lot. So, okay, I'm going to read this one to you. So in more stories about me, so this is like more about him. Uh, HBCU educated, lovely, military vet, great, <laughs> former male exotic dancer slash escort. I, <laughs> I seek a positive, loving, monogamous, heterosexual relationship. I will not share you. <laughs> per- preferably with a sexy, sassy, very classy, but down to earth sister. One who has her shit together and is not trying to find herself not being afraid to build her love unconditionally, a believer in God and his word, one who sees me as her helpmate, friend, and one and only lover, not a competitor or challenger. Finally, a queen, not a princess seeking her king. I have your crown. I am Boaz. Boaz, Boaz. RSVP ASAP. This, this Boaz is... That's that's your response. Yeah. Hi, who's Boaz? <laughs> oh wow. I feel like if you were writing a character for a script, you'd be like, this is too many things. Yes. This is not a believable person. <laughs> yeah, this person can't exist in the world. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of dating sites or like oh, people you meet from the internet, you're like, oh my God, you're not real. How are you real? Well, it's also interesting how on the internet you can portray yourself a particular way and people still choose to ignore that. And they're like, no, I'm just going to put it all on the page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could just act like you're a boring, norm- normal person. <laughs> and then some people are like, no, I, no, I choose. I'm putting it all out there. All of my thoughts. I am Boaz. Who's, who's Boaz? Well, there's that. There's him. And then the other end is the guy who puts like one word for every question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I know there's somebody out there for me. I'm just like, oh boy, well, is it now? No. Will it be when I'm 90 years old on my deathbed? And I like meet, like my nurse comes in and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And I'm like, Okay, and then B, I flatline. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. No, that's not the case. I hate also giving advice to single people because it feels like everything you say when you're in a relationship is annoying. Well, I want some advice. Give me some <laughs> advice. Because <laughs> when I was single, I felt like what people told me, I was just like, they were like, meet through friends. And I was like, yeah. I don't. I can't. I have asked several friends to be like, does your, do you have any single friends or does your man have any single friends? And they're like, no, no, not really. All of his friends who are single are single for a reason. And I'm like, okay, do you say that about me? I know. Or do you get the thing where people are like, oh, this guy would, I know would be perfect for you. And then 
you meet them and you're like, oh, what made you think that? Yeah. I once had a friend be like, I have a guy who I think you're going to love. And then he she showed me a picture of him. And I was like, I don't think you think highly of me. Um, I don't. And I didn't know how to like nice, like be nice when I was rejecting this person. But I think I said something like, you know, I think I'm not really in the market. I think I need to take some more me time. And they're like, okay, well, let me know when you're ready. And I was like, okay, I never will. Like this person was not to be like, you know, superficial and shallow, but like off the bat, I was like, not for me. Yeah. No, thank yeah. you. Well, so, well, a friend of mine who's on all the dating apps right now straight up said the other day, she was just like, all the guys have messaged me. I'm out of their league. And I was like, oh, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Um, I feel like that happens a lot where I'm like, yeah. okay, just because I'm a fat lady doesn't mean any old person will do. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a, a catch and uh, I deserve someone who's great. I also wonder, are people reading profiles? It feels like a lot of people, they just see the photos. They're like, hello. Yeah. I don't know if people actually read profiles. Um, I tend to look through pictures and then after I match with someone, then I will read their profile. Oh. Which maybe. I guess that's important. I guess. I don't know. I I also, like, don't. I'm not, like, you know beholden to a picture i'll go on a date with someone where i'm like i don't know if your picture was cute or (laughs) i don't really know but i'm gonna like give it a chance (laughs) and nine times out of ten people are better looking in person or Mm. look exactly like their picture and you're like okay uh yeah there was right there was nothing here Uh, i don't know about this I always find it weird when I'm like, oh, I like their picture. And then I see them in person. I'm like, you're different than what I thought your face was like in yeah. 2D. Yeah. I went on a date with a guy. Oh, this was a while ago. This was like maybe three or four years ago. And I thought he was so hot in his pictures. I was like, yeah. yes, queen, you did it. You <laughs> caught a hottie. So then I went out with him and I was like, huh. You're like, you look almost identical to your picture. You're just not as attractive as I thought your picture was. Yeah. What is that? That really blows my mind. I don't know. I wonder if that's a phenomenon. I think it is. I think you should coin what that is called. Okay. That's called non picturitis. (laughs) (laughs) Where you look like your picture, but not really. (laughs) I'm so sorry, sir. You have non picturitis. Oh no! Uh, is it is it is it a death sentence? No, no. It's purely just uh, uh, what was I gonna say? No, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, Aparna. Ever since we went inside, I can't think of words. Oh, that's been happening to me steadily. Superficial. Oh yes. It's hard. It's I I don't know words anymore. I'm like, I used to say a bunch more. I know. Now when I'm talking to people, it will take me easily a minute to think of a simple word. Yeah. It took me that long to think of superficial. <laughs> okay, what's the first thing you're going to do after COVID's done? Ugh. I miss just eating in restaurants. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I miss uh, going to a restaurant, 
having mm-hmm. everything brought to me and then yes. not having to fucking do dishes. <laughs> oh god, I'm going to break all my dishes as soon as. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a partner, are you okay? Yes, I just don't want these dishes anymore. <laughs> It really feels like we like one hand has been on a phone and the other hand has been washing a dish nonstop for all of 2020. Yeah, it's not fun. I don't know anymore. I everything is uh everything feels wild. I know. It does feel like America in terms of like world reputation, we're just we've fully hit rock bottom yeah i feel like we're that cousin we're like oh my god i hope she doesn't come to the reunion she's like really fucking messy and she just like lies to everybody and like she starts fights and like it's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing (laughs) that people stormed the capitol it's like embarrassing and then also I was like talking to a couple people who were like, I can't believe this is happening. And I was like, you can't believe this is happening. I was I like, know. where have you been the last four years? Where have you been this summer? This is like pretty on game for things to happen. I know that's, that was so weird about when it was happening. I was like, of course this is happening. I mean, it's still upsetting to watch, but how did none of us think this would not happen? Yeah. And then Naomi Perrigan, she, (laughs) she made these like Instagram (laughs) stories that really made me laugh where she was like, somebody fulfilled these orders that say on their shirts that say civil war, January 6th. So how can everyone all collectively together say, we didn't know this was going to happen. Tea public whoever filled these orders and that made me laugh so hard because i was like <laughs> yeah they're all wearing t-shirts with the date and nobody knew and now the fbi is like help us out and i'm like but you what <laughs> apparently they were like making plans on social media openly for weeks yeah they were like if you don't want to take the plane because they're not going to let you bring your big hunting knives I'll pick you up on Interstate 70. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> this is nuts. I just, I, it is so funny that like, like on Instagram, there's this like, um, it's like a very black positive Instagram account. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. And it keeps getting taken down. But like Mm -hmm. these people, white supremacists get to go, uh, we're going to storm the Capitol and bring my big hunting knives and all my guns. I can't get on a plane. Who's going to pick me up? And I'm like, "Ah, I'll pick you up. It's like, what? It's so wild that like, I don't know. I guess we all live in it. There's many different Americas that we all live in. Would you ever leave? You think? I think about it a lot, but I don't think so. Like, I just... It just, it feels really wild to be like, I'm going to flee my home. Am I I now a refugee from America? And I'm begging someone to like take me in. I just, well, right now, I don't think we can really go anywhere that's doing well. One, two. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. I don't want to like leave my house. Yeah, I just know people who are fully preparing for Handmaid's Tale. They're like, unlink your Venmo from your bank account, link it to your card so they can't take your money if the government cancels all women's bank accounts. Wait, what? What? Wait, what? (laughs) Okay, I see none of Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) 
maybe I should be watching it. But that was the beginning of Handmaid's Tale. That's the, how they like started to suppress women. They froze all their bank accounts through their through online. So I guess Venmo would be a fast way to do that if your Venmo is linked to your bank account. Oh my god! <laughs> so wait, where do I keep my money if not the bank? I think you can keep it in the bank, but just don't. I don't know. But just don't link it to Venmo. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wait, do you watch Handmaiden's Tale? I watched two seasons. I just, it seems too bleak. It is way too bleak. I, and, like, the whole premise is, like, um, like the America, America, and, like, specifically is, like, we hate women yeah. more than you think, and then we're going to, like, sup- who, but, like, who decides to suppress the women's voices? I think it's kind of like what, is happening now where the far right gradually gains power until they are fully in power. Oh, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> I just, that seems really awful. And then I love that you asked for dating advice and I'm like, this is how you get the government to not take your money. <laughs> Wait, I have more handmaidens tale questions. So then all the ladies in America are like, they have to wear those little hoods yeah. And then they all live together? I'm like, oh. Well, the fertile ones are handmaids. The ones who are too old to have babies become maids. Oh. And they are sort of run the household. But yeah, they're all basically kind of subservient. Boy, I oftentimes think about what I would be like in a post apocalyptic society <laughs> or. Like one of those that I think they'd kill me. I think they'd be like, God, she's annoying. We, she can't be here anymore. We have to do something about this. She talks too dang much. That's what I feel. Whenever my friends talk about like what they would do if there was an apocalypse, I'm like, I think I'm just meant to go in the first wave. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'd be like that, but somehow would survive. And then I'd be like, I'm so tired. I don't want to fight the zombies anymore or like the far right. I don't want to do this. (laughs) It's too much work. And that's not what I'm about. I'm about like easy, breezy, beautiful life is simple girl. But I also feel like the people who would be in that last group that survives definitely a lot of annoying personalities. Oh yeah. Just like a lot of like my way or the highway. And it's like, Oh my God, chill the fuck out. Like we're all here. So it's not your way or the highway. Many different ways got us here. <laughs> like all the people on Survivor that you're like, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah, I've never seen Survivor, but like I get the sentiment. Nicole, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I just, there's like a, I don't know. There's a thing about Survivor where I'm like, I'm not fucking interested. Would you watch Naked and Afraid? It, that's like Survivor, though, except people are naked. It's only two people. It's just oh. a man and a woman in the wilderness trying to survive, and they are all they all start out naked with one tool each. That seems insane. <laughs> it is insane. I don't. I'll never understand people who want <laughs> to fucking do that. I'm like, I love being inside. I love having I my know. clothes. I love not having to hunt for my food. I know. I don't, think- I don't know what it's about. I'm assuming it's what a lot of reality sh- television is about, which is trauma. 
Yeah, that's that truly does seem like that's reality. Like, let's mine your trauma. Let's replay fights over and over and over again or whatever. Oh, boy. Aparna, I have a question. Yeah. What dating advice can you give me for here and now? Like one, just one little piece of advice that you think will help me in this year of 2021. I think you shouldn't worry about what, like what future you have with the person, but if you're just enjoying them in the here and now for whatever reason, whether it's good conversation, you like their eyes, just let the little candle flicker. Honestly, I think that might be the best piece of advice anyone has ever given me. No. No, I really do. To like just stay in the present and enjoy. Oh, my God. This is what my therapist has been saying, but I just never understood. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? Are you having an epiphany? (laughs) Yes, because she had been saying she was like, it's okay to mourn a relationship however long or short it's been. Uh, it's just like you enjoyed it for that time and it's okay to be sad. And I like get that part, but I never understood the like, you enjoyed it for a certain amount of time and it's okay to just enjoy being in the present and not being like, well, okay. So like what's next for us? Right. So this, yeah, Parna, I think I just had an epiphany. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just how I've always felt about relationships where I'm like, I don't, I think it's okay if we're not together for the rest of our lives. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, great, I've met you, and now we will be together for the rest of our lives. Uh, You will be my husband. We will not have children. I will meet your family. And it's like, no, sometimes a relationship is a month, and it's like, okay, for that month we had nice conversations. It felt fun to have butterflies in in my stomach, but like, okay, let's move on. It's okay that it was that time. Yes. Aparna. This is great. Wow. Okay. Well, I we've come to the end, and I ask all of my guests this, uh, except for two. I think I've missed two. But would you date me? Nicole, you know I would date you in a heartbeat. I would be so intimidated, though, because I'm like, she's so cool, and she's so, you know, she just has it going on, and I, I don't know if I can keep up. Oh, Aparna, thank you. I sometimes think I'm cool. And then other times I'm like, I'm not cool. I think I just do whatever I want. And that seems cool. Like there was this, um, I think she was like 14, but she wrote into best friends. My podcast with Sashir and she was like, I tried to start a skate gang, but all my friends said it was stupid. And I was like, Oh no, I hate to tell you, but I'm not cool. (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm a 35 Six-year-old, eight, I don't know, 42-year-old lady (laughs) with a skate gang. That's not necessarily cool (laughs) to, like, a 14 or 15-year-old to be like, let's roller skate around. I was like, you have to just, like, find like-minded people. But, like, I'm not cool. Don't follow me. (laughs) (sighs) All right, Aparna, do you have anything you want to promote? I think this will still be relevant when this comes out. But there's a show, The Great North on Fox, that's premiering in January. But, um... Who else was on it? Dulce Sloan is on it as well. A mm-hmm. lot of fun people. Nick Offerman, Jenny That's fun. I like that. Uh, so watch The Great North. And if you like this episode of 
oh, why won't you date me? You can like, you can rate it, you can subscribe. And if you leave me something nasty hitting on me on, say, iTunes, or if you uh, DM me, uh, you can... um, Oh, wait. Yeah. If you write it to me, I will read it. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So this person didn't write me something nasty, but on Twitter, I had tweeted that I really wish people would wear their masks so I could fuck in 2021. And then a bunch of people retweeted it. And then a nice man said, uh, WTF is Nicole. And why do so many people care if she fucks? And that made me laugh so hard. (laughs) And then (laughs) I like retweeted it and I told him that I was just a horny lady who wanted people to wear masks so I can have sex again. And he was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, join my cause. And he was like, well, I've already been wearing a mask because my work, da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, then we're friends. So now I'm friends with this person. So it wasn't something nasty, but it's me trying to make people more aware. And please wear a mask so I can fuck in 2021. Please, for the love of God. Okay, bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs> <laughs>